crazy I'm crazy for feeling so lonely Hey psychos, it's Karen. And I'm Grace, and welcome to episode 14 of Psychoanalysis. We've been doing this for a long time now. Yeah, it's crazy. And this week we have another special guest. We have a friend. Who are you? <laughs> I'm Serena. <laughs> um, so Serena is both my brother's girlfriend and my friend, and now my roommate. Mm-hmm. Wait, but also my friend, too. <laughs> okay, and, and she's also Karin's friend. Do you guys follow each other on Instagram? Yeah. Yeah, we do. I'm okay, sure. Okay. good. Okay, good. Yeah. At least That's- I follow you. <laughs> if not, this is really awkward. <laughs> so this week we're talking about friendships. We have like a segment where we're going to talk about friendship breakups because no one mm-hmm. talks about how horrible those are. Yeah, I'd say not that I've gone through like a real like significant other breakup, but friendship breakups suck. Do you think friendship breakups are worse? I was going to say they hurt worse. Yeah, just because it's like awkward because both of you should be able to work it out because you're friends and like right sometimes there's no way around it like you literally just can't be friends with each other yeah 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 I would agree I think they're they are worse and they honestly the like awkward tension afterwards lasts in my opinion for longer like whereas like a year after a breakup it's not that bad and like if you saw each other in public you would just say hi but if like I saw my ex-friend in public now I would honestly run the other way so I shrivel up every time I see my ex-friend yeah if you well you probably see her a lot don't you yeah well also we still have like mutual friends so yeah that's the worst yeah and so I don't want my friends to feel like they can't be friends with her but Mm -hmm. I just don't want to be around her Mm -hmm. complicated stuff all right so we're gonna be talking a little bit about friend breakups shitty times after breaking up with friends and Grace is going to share her first story. Yeah. So, okay. So this story, this girl and I were friends in high school. And then the story really like takes place my freshman year of college because she was still in high school. She was still, she was a senior when I was a freshman in college. And I graduated from high school a year early. So I basically left like my entire high school friend group behind when I went to college. And so I was like doing my thing in college and we were like still texting and talking and she like came up and visited me one weekend and then at one point I got a text from her boyfriend saying that he she had cheated on him and I was like oh fuck okay um all right and then I tried to like talk to her a little bit about it and she wouldn't tell me any details and it it basically just turned into the situation where like I didn't Like, I felt like I had to choose sides between the two of them. And I didn't even, like, she didn't even tell me her side of the story, which I guess, like, she didn't owe that to anyone. But it was a situation where I felt, like, hurt because I was her best friend and she didn't even trust me to tell me this thing, even though, like, everyone basically knew about it at that point. Like, it wasn't a big secret that she wasn't telling me. And so then it got to the point where, like, I was still friends with her ex-boyfriend but she didn't want me to be. And so she was trying to get me to like choose between the two of them. And I was like, I don't think like, that's not fair. Like I'm friends with both of you. And like, 
yeah, you guys broke up. But like, to be honest, like, you're the reason you broke up. So like, if anyone shouldn't be friends with anyone, like, why would I be friends with you? But like, I want to be your friend. So like, I'm still going to talk to you. And it basically like turned into this weird situation. We were, we were both trying to be friends still, but it was just awkward. And like, we couldn't talk about anything. And like, I felt like I didn't really know her because she kept just like trying to talk to me about gossip from like our high school still. And I was like, I don't even go there anymore. Like, I don't care about any of these people. So we basically just like slowly stopped talking to each other. Um, And it was really weird because like, I'm still close with her little sister and like our families are somewhat intertwined, but it's, so it was a complicated thing. Um, And the aftermath was honestly worse than the actual thing going down because I think both of us like realized that we weren't good for each other and it just wasn't like a healthy friendship. And we were both fine moving on with that, but she basically like got our entire friend group because I had already been gone for a year and they had still been hanging out while I was gone. So they were more used to like hanging out with her without me. And so after that point, I like didn't get invited to anything. That's so shitty. And it was sort of just a situation where like, Anytime I was home for the summer or like they were home on breaks, like I would just sit at my house and like watch their like stories of all of them hanging out together. Um, And I think that's honestly the reason that I'm not really close with any of them anymore. Like, yeah, I don't talk to them nearly as much as like they I know they talk to each other. So it's a like weird situation. But what are you going to (laughs) do? Would you say would you say it was mutual or was it like one-sided or what I think it was mutual for very different reasons yeah I think that she felt like I wasn't supporting her and I was like being too hard on her or something and I felt like she wasn't trying to meet me where I was at and that like she didn't like sort of like I had changed and she had stayed the same and so Mm -hmm. it felt really weird because like she was someone who was familiar to me and I really like we had been really close before and then it just turned into a situation where I was like oh I literally like don't you don't even really know me anymore and like I still know exactly who you are and it's a weird Mm -hmm. situation so I think both of us like I've texted her once in the past year and just like reached out to try and be friendly and like make Mm -hmm. amends sort of and I think she was just like okay whatever yeah Like, there's not, like, I don't have any, like, animosity towards her. Like, I hope that her life goes well and that she's happy and that things are going well for her. But it is, like, a weird, a weird situation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we were saying, like, I feel like it's so much more awkward to break up with a friend just because, like, it's not, like, in a boyfriend, girlfriend, 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 whatever. In those types of relationships, it's, like, oh, you guys broke up because, like, usually there's like an issue or like you guys like a don't clear like reason see, like very clear or like yeah like future stuff like stuff like that but like friends sometimes it's just like like we just aren't meshing or like I, I don't even know I feel like sometimes you just like grow out of those relationships yeah. which sounds like really sad but maybe you were good friends in high school but that it just has to end there And, Um, like, if you felt like you were growing and changing as a person and she wasn't, then, like, 
you can't really carry her with you right. if that's not how it's going to work out, you know? Right. And it was a weird situation because it's like, obviously, I would have grown in my freshman year of college and like, yeah, she and was like still she's still in high school. So, so it wasn't like, holy shit, like, why haven't you done better? It was just a situation where it's like, we're in different, like, places. different places and it's weird because it's only a year difference. So like, you wouldn't feel like it's that big of a deal, but it honestly was like, I don't know you like you. Yeah. Like, well, it this feels is like so, such a big deal because you guys were really so close. Does. Yeah, Yeah. it felt like a huge deal. And I think it's interesting because it's like, this is like, honestly, the funny thing about friendships is that like, they sort of in a similar way to relationships, like they go downhill. Yeah. But there's not normally ever that like one point where you're like no longer friends. Like, there's not the actual like, this is it. We had a conversation. We're no longer friends. It's just like, we are on weird terms. Should we try and hang out again? I don't know. I guess maybe. And then you try and hang out again. It's fucking horrible. And you're like, oh my God, why am I talking to you? You know? (laughs) Yeah. It's like a weird situation where like in a relationship, you'd both just be like, we're breaking up. But there's no like clear like cutoff line. And so then it's just like, this just keeps it's going. It's just like a slow drift. Out, literally. Yeah. I feel like when you, I mean, when you break up with a boyfriend, you like break up. But with friends, it's like, how do you do that? Like, because nobody's just, like, like, grow out of it. Yeah. yeah no one's like, I'm breaking like, up with you. We're broken up. Yeah. 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 I wonder. It's so I wonder, weird. I want to hear a story about someone when they were just like, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> yeah. Because that honestly might be better in the long run. I would have loved that. I feel like my story is kind of like that. Oh, I'm ready. You know? You can go, Serena. You can go. You're up. Okay, I'll do mine. If you're ready. Okay, so I this happened last year. So it happened with my roommate in my sorority. And we didn't really know each other before moving in. Um, We, like, knew of each other and talked a little bit. But it was kind of the last minute, and we just agreed to be roommates. And to begin with, we were completely different people. Totally. But like, I can really get along with anybody. So I didn't really think anything of it. And I'm also not confrontational at all. So basically, she did a bunch of things that bothered me and it just kind of built up eventually. And I just felt like she was there are certain instances where she was rude, just like we would have tailgates and she'd be invited and she would act rude and like she didn't want to be there. Um, It just felt like everything we ever did had to be for her benefit. And if she didn't like it, she was just going to be mad the whole time. But she would still go. Oh, yeah. But she would still go. She was one of the people that like she didn't want to be there, but she wanted to be invited. So I wouldn't invite her to things that I knew she would have a bad time out, like time at. But then she would get mad for not being invited. And I just felt like the relationship between us was really one sided. Like it sounds really mean, but. I felt like she was getting a lot more out of me being friends with her than when what I got from being friends with her. And so eventually, like, I was trying to distance myself from her and I just we just wouldn't hang out really at all. And I thought that was kind of getting the message across that I just didn't really want to be friends anymore, but it didn't. So I eventually just had to send her like a really long text just saying that you know, I was going to move out of our room because I just really didn't want to be around her anymore. And I explained all the things that had upset me about it. Um, and there were like other things. She would slam doors when she was mad. She would never like confront us about being mad, but she like just her actions. She would ignore me. Like I would literally hear her talking about me. And then when I'd like walk upstairs, they would like be quiet. And I was uh. like, just like tell me like up front what's wrong. 
So I sent her a really long text and um, we went back and forth a long time texting each other. And like the thing that sucked the most about it is I honestly don't think she understood anything. Like everything I said to her, she deflected, like never apologized or never said like, I didn't know you felt that way, anything. It's just like everything she said, she tried to turn it around on me. So we're like totally done. Like we don't talk at all anymore, mm-hmm. which I'm like glad because I really didn't like want her in my life. Yeah. But it doesn't like make me feel any better because I think she thinks that there was no reason for it. Like I don't think she'll self-reflect at all and understand like why I did what I did. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's also another thing. I never told you this. Oh God. But when we were first becoming friends, we were out one night, uh, whatever, Slice. Yeah. And nice. like we were all kind of drunk and I don't know. This is gonna it's gonna sound really cringy, but anyways, we were all drunk, and me and end up just like kissing each other, like a little peck or whatever. And like later on that night, she kind of tried to get Mason to kiss her, and I don't know. And like I was so drunk, I literally just ignored the whole situation. I just pretended like I didn't hear any of it, and I was like, uh, "This is awkward." But like. From I'm sorry, but thinking about Mason in that situation. No, and that's why I felt bad because, like, Mason's awkward, too. And I felt bad because I was like, I'm just going to leave this up to Mason to deal with. And, of course, Mason was like, uh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, oh it really, like, bothered me for a long time. And, like, I didn't ever want to say, like, that's really bothersome. That's like, weird. Friends, friends okay. can do, like, other things and, like, you can get over it. But that I, like, never, ever got over. And I Mm-mm. also, like knew she was drunk but that's still not an excuse like no that's never an excuse yeah so that happened but I'm also like low-key kind of glad that other things happened to like validate you know me not wanting to be friends with her there are multiple reasons that's fucking crazy yeah I did not know that (laughs) I Mason uh probably not (laughs) I can like picture this yeah that sucks though yeah well sorry for that whole situation well it happens. It happens. <laughs> it happens. As we know, and all three of us have one. Yes. God. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So my story starts kind of senior year of high school. Um, me and this girl had been friends, like really, really close friends for like three or so years. And senior year of high school, we got into like a little argument and like it was on both of us like neither of us had good communication like during the argument so it just kind of like we just kind of pushed it under the rug and we were like tried to kind of patch things up um and tried to sort of like haha this is fine yeah well I still knew like things were like off but I really wanted to like continue to stay friends because our friendship meant a lot to me so we just kind of like we We just stayed friends a little bit, and then um, we ended up going to the same college, and she was a few floors down from my room, and, like, on the first day when she moved in, like, I went down, and I helped her put around, like, stuff, like, unload some stuff, um, and our families said hi, and then, like, freshman year of college, like, I, my whole floor was 
super close. Like all of us were really close. And I always tried to invite her to like our floor's things because I knew she really wasn't making a lot of friends like on her floor. So I just really tried to bring her into our friend group, which everybody seemed to love her. So that was great because then she was kind of back in my life and I thought things were really starting to mend. So yeah, freshman year goes by. Um, we kind of have some of the same friends and then sophomore year of college comes around and we were still pretty close. Like we would see each other off and on. Uh, both of us were really busy at school. So like every other week or so we would see each other and we actually had a class together. So like we would see each other there too. And then it was weird because about like halfway through the semester, like she just like, like we had like kind of like assigned seats in our one class, you know, where it's not really assigned seats, but like once you yeah. sit there, the professor's like, yeah. oh, I'm handing this around and you have to write your name. So like our seats were next to each other. Um, and like before in the class, like we would like make jokes during class and we would like look at each other's notes and stuff like that. And it like really seemed like things were going well. And then just about midway through the semester, it was really odd because like all of a sudden she just like stopped. Like I would ask her a question and she would just kind of ignore me. And I was just like, what? Like, why are you ignoring me? <laughs> and yeah, it was very weird. And normally like we would drive home from our college, like back home whenever there's like a break or yeah, like a break. <laughs> or even if we were just going home for the weekend. And so in class, like early on, we were like, yeah, when are we going to go home next? And we would just kind of like talk about it. And then it was probably like end of October. And that class we had together was on like Tuesday evening or whatever. And for Thanksgiving break, we were like talking about whether or not we should skip this class to like go home early. So we were like talking about that in class. But then a few weeks went by. So I texted her and I was like, hey, when are we going to go home? Like, are we going to end up, like, skipping that class? And she was just like, oh, actually, like, I'm riding with somebody else. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, what day are they leaving? Like, I'll make sure I can go whenever they need. And she was like, oh, actually, like, they don't have a spot for you in their car. And I was like, oh, okay, coolio. Like, I guess I'll just drive home alone then. <laughs> Like, <laughs> it was very weird. So I was like, well, could you maybe, like, see if I could squeeze in there? I can, like, sit on the floor or something. I just don't want to drive alone. She was like, y'all ask. So then a few weeks go by, and, like, things were still kind of weird, like, in the class we had together. She just really wasn't talking to me or anything, but I was just like, I don't know what's going on. So, and then I texted her again. I was like, hey, did that person have a seat? Did you ask him? And she was like, yeah, no, sorry, there's no room. So I was just like, okay, I'll just drive home alone. That's no biggie. Um, I really would have loved if, like, you could have drove home with me because, like, it seems like that girl already has a few other people to drive with. And then she was just like, yeah, sorry, no. So that's when I got really upset, and I was like, okay, something's off because that's not very nice. <laughs> so... I called, like, my sister and I called my mom and they were both like, dude, just, like, be straight up and ask her, like, what's going on. And so then I asked her a few days later, I was like, hey, do you want to grab coffee and, like, just catch up? Because I wanted to, like, talk to her about this. And she was just like, sorry, I'm busy, I'm busy. 
So then I finally was just like, okay, like, I'm just going to say it over text then. I was like, hey, did I do something wrong? Like, I thought things were going well. Um, It just kind of seems like I did something and, like, I would really love if you were just straight up about it because, like, in the past we had some communication issues. So I was just trying to be, you know. On top of that. On top of that (laughs) shit. But then she basically was just – she didn't hold back. She was like, yeah, actually, like – I just think this friendship's not good for me. Wish you nothing but the best, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I, like, really would have loved a little heads up. Like, I was feeling like things were, like, fine and then, like, off for the past, like, two weeks or so. So really would have loved a heads up or, like, I wish you would have said something to me in person. Um, And she was just like, yeah, wish you nothing but the best. And I was like, okay, bye. (laughs) So that was that. And yeah, I was really upset about it because, I mean, I had kind of um, introduced her to my friends freshman year, so she had obviously become friends with them, and then I didn't want to, like in your situation, Sheree, oh my god, your situation, Serena, like, you didn't want to, like, make your friends choose, like, because that's stupid, like, you can all be friends, but, and it's, like, not their problem, but also, like, it really hurts, so... That was fun, but thankfully, like, we only had two weeks after Thanksgiving break, so I just, like, pieced, and that's when I studied abroad, um, which was really good because then I didn't have to see her. So basically, that's mine. It was a little bit longer, but that's it in a nutshell. So I think that, like, the thing that, like, all of us sort of have at the root of this is, like, in friendship, like, friends can have tension and like hard points just like any other relationship can and obviously like all of our situations are a situation where it was like like there were things that were bothering us but we never felt like we could bring it up or we never did bring it up and it all ended up like escalating and getting way worse than it probably needed to be and ended up like with the end of a friendship and so like I think the thing that like people Well, like, you just learn in life, but especially early on and, like, in this, like, early college sort of stage is that, like, all friendships are going to have tensions and, like, hard parts and things that, like, you don't like or don't agree on. And, like, Mm -hmm. it's not a bad thing. Like, it doesn't mean that you guys aren't friends or that you guys cannot be friends. It just means that, like, you're two different people. You have two different opinions and, like, things that you want and, like... It's okay That's if fine. you yeah. it's okay if you have different ideas but you need to like communicate when something that they do hurts you or when you feel like yeah. they're not listening to you or they don't care about you like in the same way that you would in a relationship like in a yeah. relationship you would bring up these things and you'd be like hey that hurt my feelings or like I don't like it when you do that but like in a friendship for some reason we all feel like uncomfortable saying those things and it's like no, it's like this. It's the same. It's also a relationship. Like it's, you're, no, yeah. it's also a yeah. relationship. It's just platonic. And like, that doesn't mean that there's not going to be problems. Yeah. I was so, just about to say that. Like you can just like any good relationship, like there are obviously going to be disagreements and parts that aren't fun 24 seven. Yeah. And I think all three of us can say like, it was kind of the communication point that like made things not good. So yeah. just like you would communicate in like what is it called that like a a relationship well but like a normal like a not a friend relationship romantic (laughs) um in like a romantic 
relationship. Like, you have to do the same thing if you want to keep your friends around. Right. And it needs to be, like, I think all of us have the situation where it's, like, you didn't say anything for the longest time, and then it blew up way worse than it needed to be because when you don't say anything, you can also build resentment. But it's, like, dude, if you did that in a relationship, like, the person would be, like, thanks for telling me, but fuck you. You should have told me three months ago, you know? And it's, like, it's way easier to bring it up, like, the first time or like and the second the time if it keeps if it keeps happening bring it up again and tell them like hey that's not cool right. or i don't know if we're seeing eye to eye like maybe we should start making new friends like you can still stay friends if you're not like best friends you know what i right. mean and you don't need to be on the same page all the no, time yeah and i think that's the big thing honestly like i think a lot of friendships can get codependent even more than relationships can like Especially in college when you're, like, living with people who are close to you. Like, it's really easy to just be, like, reliant on them all the time. And then there's resentment that builds up and no one knows how to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So it's important to note that, you know, friendships are not necessarily easy just because you're friends. Yeah. Like, they do require a certain amount of work even though you should, like, like your friends. Like, it, there's effort in there. I feel like... It might be harder for people to bring stuff up with friends because in a way, like, yeah, you can bring stuff up with your, like, significant other and, like, you guys can work through it. But I think it's kind of, it's not, like, taboo for, like, friends to break up, but, like, I think people are way more scared of it than, like, breaking up with their significant other. Do you get what I'm, like, trying to say? I I feel like in relationships, you, like, expect someone to kind of respect you Mm -hmm. and think of you at all times. But, like, when friends do it, it's just so awkward and, like, you don't really know how to talk about it with them. Yeah. And I feel like I feel really bad about mine is because I I think it was my fault in some ways because I never brought up anything else before. But I also didn't really want to cause issues yeah. like within our friend group and like cause mm-hmm. tension. And so I basically, I mean, just waited so long until I literally couldn't take it anymore. But I also the only reason I did do it was because my other friends were like really supportive and they never put me in a position where they were like, you know, you're going to make this awkward. And we yeah. don't like that. They all were like, if you really feel that way, like you have to do what you have to do. Mm hmm. I also kind of feel like part of it's like there's no commitment in friendships like yeah in a relationship you have a commitment to each other but in friendships you don't have any sort of like we agree to like be friends and like we're you know there's no exclusivity there's nothing like that and so it puts a weird dynamic on it because people are like yeah we're friends we've never like put a label on our friendship we've never like said how like significant we are to each other so it's harder to feel like it's it's way easier to minimize the problems and be like well like maybe i'm just taking it personally or whatever but it's like you're allowed as a person you're allowed to like have a friend who hurts your feelings and just because you're not like we are friends we are going to be friends until we break up you know like that's i think it's there's no label there's no like verbal commitment to that person Mm -hmm. and so it, it feels harder to be to bring issues up yeah. But I also think it's the sign of like a really healthy relationship when both of you were like, hey, uh, that really pissed me off or hey, that yeah. was frustrating. And you're able to listen and like respect the other person. It's honestly harder, I think, in a relationship to or in a friendship to do that than it is in a relationship. Yeah. I would like to say like also 
you can still be friends with people if you like have issues you can work it out like any relationship and still be friends like I think a lot of the time a lot of people are like oh my god like my friend like got so mad at me like we're probably just like not friends anymore you know what I mean yeah that's so like such like a quote-unquote like high school way of thinking but like I think that way sometimes too like I get my feelings hurt and I'm like okay like I don't really have friends anymore so but like (laughs) I would like to say Grace and I had a little issue a few weeks ago and we just called each other and talked it out and we didn't even like we still did the podcast that week and we were great yeah honestly and we're great now like you can talk to friends talk it out and like things are cool as mm-hmm. long as it's talked out, you know? And I think that's the important part. Like, honestly, I'll, like, I'll be honest. Like, I texted Jake after you and I talked. And I was like, look, Jake, if Karen brings this up to you again, I need you to tell me. Because if she's, like, bringing it up to you and not telling yeah. me, then I need to address it. Because it's like, yeah. not, I'm not going to let this shit, like, fester at all. And he was like, I'll tell you. But, like, I genuinely think that she's over it. And I do think if she was still upset yeah. about it, she would tell you. Because it is important that, like, when you talk about it, you're not just, like, saying the surface level of how you feel. Like, address all of it. Otherwise, there is going to be resentment built up. Yeah. And that's what's honestly kills relationships. Like, it's not even like, oh, you pissed me off. Now I'm done. It's like, you pissed me off. I tried to talk to you about it. I felt uncomfortable. So I didn't tell you everything about how I felt. And, like, you didn't really apologize, but you sort of did. And then we just stay sort of mad at each other for six months until we actually stop being friends. Mm-hmm. You know, no, I feel like we should (laughs) like normalize doing that more because like you said, if you're in a romantic relationship and something bothers you, you immediately talk about it. But with friendships, you feel like you can't and you'll just get over it and it's not a big deal. But then you have so many things that build up. But at the same time, I don't want to sound petty bringing up something that might not be be a big deal, but something that actually bothers me. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. And just honestly, okay, so just like you can have like toxic romantic relationships, you can have toxic friend relationships. And like I have sort of an example of this. I'm not really going to go into detail about it, but like your friendships can be just as draining as your relationships. And you can have friends who like are taking too much out of you or who are draining you or or who are like basically gaslighting you and like making you feel like you shouldn't be upset but you have a right to be upset and like it's just as harmful as an actual relationship I mean maybe not to the exact degree but like you can be really close with those people and they can hurt you a lot and like change the way you Mm -hmm. think about any relationship you have in the future I just I just feel like when I finally brought up my issues with my friend, like I said, she basically like turned it around on me and basically everything that was bothering me that she did. She basically was like, well, I don't do that, but you do that. And I am never someone that needs reassurance, really. So I had to bring my friends into it and share the conversation because I was like, "Okay, well, do I do this? Because I'm going to feel like a hypocrite if I'm getting upset and like obviously they were like no like this is really wrong and she's trying to turn this on you but that was just also another thing that reassured me that I really had to get rid of the friendship because everything I was saying was being turned like turned around on me Mm -hmm. 
when that wasn't even like it's crazy because I think this can happen all the and I've like I've had this happen to me in relate romantic relationships too where you're like this really you this really hurt me when you do this and he like they're like well I didn't even do that like and yeah. I think that I think that gaslighting That's is such a, healthy well it's such a dangerous thing because normally in those relationships they navigate you to a point where you don't feel like you can tell other people about it so it's literally right. just like you isolated and then, as and soon then as, you overthink it and you think it's normal. Well, then you think it's true. And then you yeah, think yeah. it's like, it's oh, true and normal, everything yeah. that they're saying to me is real. Everything that they're telling me that they that that I said they did, but they're actually telling me that I did is real. Like that mm-hmm. is true. And then as soon as you get to the point where you feel like you can tell someone else about it, they're like, are you fucking kidding me? Like that is yeah. not true at all. And so... It's uh, if you're ever in a situation where you feel like you can't tell someone else what's going on or you can't be like you can't ask for verification or if you can't trust or like rely on outside people like that is a dangerous situation to be in because even if like in any healthy relationship you should be able to seek other voices and like ask other people's opinions because honestly like if someone is making you feel like you can't tell anyone else what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's a fucked up situation and you shouldn't be in it in the first yeah. place. And on top of that, like if you feel like the friends you do have like wouldn't respect you or wouldn't like understand what you're saying or even like listen to you, like you need new friends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. honestly. And like I know when people say that, like you need new friends. Easier it's, said than done. It's so much easier said than done. Like making friends is not easy. And like I think that's also something that a lot of people struggle with because like once somebody does make a friend and maybe they don't have a lot of friends like they think like oh I need to hang on to this person because like I don't have many other friends and like that also could be dangerous for the relationship yeah okay so 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 Karin and I both like asked for questions on Instagram and we had several people DM us Mm-hmm. And we want some of them are stories, some of them are questions, and, and some I of them are just say, like situations. I am so ready. I'm excited for this. I I got quite a few DM to me, and like I honestly didn't even read them because I just like copy pasted because I wanted my like first reaction to be right now. Yeah. So so let's just do number uh, six. Okay. So this one is. How do you deal with friendships that fizzle out, but you still have friendship feelings with them? Hmm. Tuffy. So I definitely have quite a bit of experience with this, I would say. You do? Um, Well, like my story, like I still really wanted to stay friends. But I don't think you guys fizzled. Like that wasn't a fizzle. That was like a fizzle. That was a fucking simmer, like a, a burnout. Yeah, it fucking sucked. But like, yeah, but that's not a sizzle. A, okay, a fizzle like slowly. Fizzle, or? fizzle is basically just like you slowly like stopped hanging out, stopped texting. It wasn't really anyone's like deal. You kind of just got busy. Oh, hmm. Well, I feel like I have that way with some of my friends, just because we, you know, live in different towns. We don't really have a way to see each other, but. I just go directly to them, and if I have the time to hang out, like yeah. I'll just say, like, hey, I know we haven't seen each other in a while, but, like, we should go out to dinner or something. So just because 
you know, you don't have, you can't see them all the time and you feel like your friendship isn't as strong as it used to be. Like, you don't have to end the friendship. Like, I think you should just say something and try to reconnect with them. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the hard thing is that normally friendships like fizzle out because you're both busy and you have a lot of things going on, but it's not similar enough things. Like you're both busy and Mm -hmm. doing things, but it's totally like polar opposite things. So you don't have things to like talk about or relate on. Mm -hmm. And that can be really hard. Especially if you're still like, no, I like still want to hang out with you and talk to you. Yeah. So I don't know. I would say just like shoot them a text telling them like, hey, I hope you're doing well. Like, let's like, like maybe talk via text for a little bit. And then a few weeks later, like text them and ask them to like go to dinner or something like that. Mm -hmm. I guess that's my advice. Yeah. Any friends I have from high school, like I always just like sometimes I'll just randomly text one of them and be like, hey, thinking about you. Like, how have you been? Um, and like some of them I haven't even hung out with, like literally since high school, but just like shooting them a text is such a, like, it means a lot more than like surface level stuff. Like just a simple text. Or like send people memes on Instagram. Yeah. Literally just memes on Instagram. It's a good way to stay connected. (laughs) I love that way. Yeah. Next. On to the next. Why is that? Okay. Wait. Why is it that with almost friends? Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) can you read are you literate yeah let me just take a minute okay why is it that with almost every friendship i have i feel like i'm the only one making an effort to plan things i'm always the one to text the other and ask to hang out what am i doing wrong Hmm. okay so this i think can be a lot of different things i think this could be you reading too much into it and i think that Like, that's totally possible. I've felt like this at certain points of different relationships. I was literally just about to say that. I can can be, I'll be honest, I have felt like at times like, oh shit, this person has asked me to hang out four times and I haven't asked them to hang out a single time. I need to like ask them to hang out so they feel like I care too. So like, I found myself on both sides of this. And I'm telling you right now, like, I think if the person is, like, responsive and, like, wants to hang out whenever you offer, it's not a bad thing. Like, yeah, it's not like they don't care about you. It's not like they don't want to hang out because I it, honestly. people's lives are just crazy. Yeah. I am just, like, a horrible texter. Serena is so fucking bad at texting. <laughs> I know. It's so horrible. But, like, the same thing, like. it's never on purpose it's just I'm so bad at responding and I might be too busy to ask somebody else to hang out but if they ask me I'm like totally down for it it's just yeah you'll like I don't have your schedule yeah I don't really initiate it but it's not because I don't want to I just literally don't think of it I think now that I'm thinking about it I don't think you've asked me to hang out a single time I'm pretty sure I've asked her to hang out every single time we've hung out (laughs) so like I think that I think that the thing about that's dangerous about this is like if you're paying too much attention to it, you know, like if you're like scrolling back through your text thread and being like, oh, fuck, like they haven't asked me to hang out ever. I'm always the one texting them. That can be a really dangerous way of thinking because like Serena's texted texted first like a couple of times, but not very often. And I like ask her to hang out a lot, but I never was like oh, you're not my friend, you know, because it's like if I was going based off of that, I would think absolutely we're not friends. But like because like how is the quality of the hangout? Like are you guys like really close? Like do you talk a lot while you're hanging out? Is it awkward? Is it just getting food? Like, yeah, like like 
can you talk to them in basically any situation and feel comfortable? Yeah. And like, don't judge it based on like, who's the one making plans? Judge it based on like, do we actually have fun? The quality of the time together. Yeah. Right. Like, are we having fun when we're going out? Is it a good time? Do they like Mm -hmm. act like they like me once we're there? Yeah. And like, that that honestly means more than like whether and, who's reaching out yeah i would also say like if you do realize like oh maybe my friends aren't good and like that's why go find a new hobby and like find new friends there like it that's what i did when i had shitty friends so i would say like during the corona times it's a little bit more difficult well, but yeah it's still like there are other ways to make friends and it doesn't mean you need to cut them off immediately and have right. no friends no. until you have new friends. You can just like hang out with yeah. them, n- know that you're not like putting all your eggs in one basket, like so to say. And I feel like, you know, if you do find friends and they are treating you differently, then it'll definitely put into perspective if that friend, you know, maybe was purposely not putting an effort to your friendship. Mm-hmm. So I feel like sometimes maybe it takes you to have better friends to realize if the ones you have are bad. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, agree. Okay, okay Karin, I think this one is for you because <laughs> because because last night I said I might be an atheist. <laughs> um, Which one? As a young Christian, it's been a battle trying to maintain friendships with non Christians. Okay. Well, do you I have mean, any sort of do you have any experience like this? Personally, no. Just because I'm very like open to anybody, but I definitely can see. Where, like, it would be tough, maybe. Yeah. Like, I'm definitely Christian, but that doesn't mean I'm not friends with non-Christians. Like, I think I, I'm very open to any friendship, any type of person, whether or not they're religious. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can see where it's an issue or something. It's tough. I think when to I... Do. I was when I was more involved in the church and in Jesus and stuff, I think this was something that I was concerned about because a Christian you can you can be a not Christian you can be a non-believer you could be an atheist and still be a good person like that was it it's because when you're so like deep in the church it's hard to like like you think of you don't really think of them as less but like you sort of think of them as like missing out on something you know and like they're not and like yeah you can't ever be friends with someone with the goal of making them a Christian. No, that should never be anybody's vendetta. And yeah, and it needs to be a thing where it's like, we can be friends for 10 years and you still be an atheist and me still be a Christian and I will be perfectly happy with that and I won't make you do anything different. Yeah, I think, well, first of all, like if you are a Christian you have to remember like what literally the Bible says and it says to love your neighbor. So when you when you are trying to make new friends and you find yourself struggling with trying to connect to those who maybe aren't religious, I think it's easy for you for a Christian to just be like, yeah, like they need to be saved. They need my help. I'm here to help them. Like, it's very easy to have that mindset. And I think that's maybe where a lot of people go wrong. I think going into any friendship, whether or not you're religious, should not be to change the person. Mm-hmm. And if that's if that's what you're trying to do, it's probably not going to be a very good relationship. But if you do just struggle trying to 
maintain relationships because of like their actions or well i think like there's different levels of like where you could be struggling yeah i I wonder if it's like i wonder if it's like something or like we don't believe the same thing on like this topic or like if it's surface level like that like you can maybe get past it but were you about to say you can't get past it well it could be certain things where it's like they think that like abortion is okay and I don't and like stuff like that. And like, Mm -hmm. that's like more political sort of issues right? or it could be like, you don't believe in Jesus and I want you to like, there's, there's a lot of different layers that it could be. And honestly, like, I think you just have to pick like what things you're willing to compromise on and what you're not. And I think it's a good thing. Sorry. It's a good thing to surround yourself with people who are different than you. Like it's a good thing to have people who, because it's important to not just be in an echo chamber. So I think if you are not, if you are Christian, it's still a good thing to be around people who are not Christian just for the sake of like understanding the world a little bit better. Right. And I think as a person, you should know yourself well enough to realize like, what types of things you look for in people and what you enjoy being around. So if you truly, if it makes you stressed out to hang out around people who don't share the same faith as you, maybe don't hang out with those people all the time. But like Grace was saying, like try to surround yourself somewhat with people with different views than you. And I don't know, I think the best thing you can do is just talk to people and hear what they have to say, listen, appreciate what they said and then they can hear what you have to say and appreciate what you said yeah and that's how you build friendships and if you're not 100% on the same page it's okay like you don't have to be like wow we we are to a t on this thing yeah I mean sure it's nice to have friends like that but also not everybody's gonna be that way right so the next question is an ex-best friend blocked me from all social media when she said that I had changed. I told her I felt like I was just becoming more mature and that I wanted to stay friends even though we were growing in different directions. She agreed, then blocked me. We've been close since kindergarten. Should I try reaching out to her? Is it worth it? Hmm. No. Yeah, I would say no. No. Like, if she blocked you, she has a reason, so respect that reason. But also, if she tries reaching out to you, like, be, you know, friendly-ish, but I wouldn't reach out. I think it's kind of weird that she, like, agreed and then blocked That's her. That's weird. So I feel like, you know, even if you do want to reach out to her, it might just be best to leave it alone and just mm-hmm. kind of go with that. Like, if she blocked you and you don't really know why, I wouldn't reach out because I don't think it's worth it. And the, I think the thing... Is you've been close since kindergarten, which to me means this is a big deal on both ends. Yeah. So like I like understand you can be hurt about it, but I honestly I feel like in a few years they'll come around. I feel like in a few years they will like unblock you or text you or something like that. I don't feel like it's gonna be like a like because th- that's such a long friendship that like I don't yeah. think it's gonna be just like a drop and move on sort of situation. Yeah. Um, but- I well I had a friend she didn't block me um but I did try to reach out to her a few times and she left me on red and later on one of my other friends saw her at a wedding and talked to her and they talked about me and the girl basically just said like we're different you know we're in different stages in life we're different people we were friends in high school but I don't really want to continue that and obviously that sucks for me because I don't know her exact reasons like I feel like you can grow in different directions but try to stay friends but at the mm-hmm. same time, after I heard that, I was like, 
I'm not going to put effort into something that, you know, if she's not putting effort into me, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to put effort into her. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that it's honestly like in this situation, you should demand a certain amount of like respect from the people around you. And this is clearly like no amount of respect. So like it's not worth it. Like it's not worth starting a fight because what what is going to happen? Do you think you're honestly going to get through to her? No, you're just going to have a stupid ass argument for a long time. Yeah. You might just make yourself feel worse putting more effort into it if she blocked you already and she might not respond. Yeah, so I think it should just be left as is. Yeah, just don't don't say anything. Yeah. All right. I can this, this one. This a, a little lighter mood. This so, yeah. one is long and it's not a question. It's just a story and I'm here for it. Okay. <laughs> Two summers ago, me and my friend went to one of our high school buddies' cabin and he's a guy. It was two girls, five guys. So we started off and we were like, whoa. <laughs> My friend lost her virginity. Um, In parentheses, virginity is a social construct. You can just say it's the first time she's had sex to one of the guys and had her eyes on his best friend because he had glowed the fuck up. The first night we were there, we were all drinking and playing some beer pong and my friends and this guy started hitting it off right away. Later that night, everyone had gone kind of gone to sleep or was puking in the water (laughs) respect respect i decided to be the best friend ever and take a different bed so she could have a bed with this guy wow what a what a great friend get yourself friends like this wing girl of the century (laughs) little did i know that they'd actually take it pretty far and started doing some sexy stuff in the same room as me right next to me and it wasn't just a 20 minute ordeal i was drunk but i'm pretty sure it lasted a couple hours I didn't tell either of them for a while, but I knew that it happened. But when I told my friend, we could not stop laughing. It's one of the funniest things that has happened to us. She later told the guy and he had no idea I was awake or even comprehending what was going on. They're still together today. So I guess that's pretty good. Oh, my God. Amazing. (laughs) You let your friend hook up in the bed next to you while you were drunk off your ass. She's the real MVP. I would have got up and left. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Okay. I know. I would have been like, I'm out of here. Sorry, guys. So, like, this is a G. She's such a G for this because she was just like, oh, I'm just going to lay here. I'm not going to say shit about it. Well, also, if you were just drunk, like, I feel like your mind would just be like, I'm just going to stay totally yeah, still. stay like a log. Ninja yeah. mode. Or, like, don't even. Ninja mode, I'm dying. That's so funny. You're just, like, she, laying there like, everything's don't fine. Don't move. Don't breathe. Don't. Don't breathe. That would low-key kind of be fun to put yourself in a situation where you're like, I need to be (laughs) as quiet as possible. Like, pretend like I'm not here. But, bro, like, for hours, dude, there's no way it was hours. Like, how many hours are we talking? Like, two or one? Couple. Whoa. Whoa. Couple. It says a couple. What are they doing? It's kind of miserable. I wouldn't want to be awake for a couple of hours in that going on. Yeah, well, especially if you're drunk. Yeah, my question is, were you awake for all the couple of hours? I feel like, okay, so uh, honestly, the fact that their first time hooking up was longer than 20 minutes, that is a dream. Holy shit. That's Wait, like, think, if they were drunk, I think that's this pretty is a, impressive. It was longer than 20 so minutes. That's so impressive. I don't know of anyone who's been had a drunk hookup yeah. that's longer than 20 minutes. Wait, I think it was like she lost her virginity to one of the guys, but also had her eyes on his best friend. And was it she went into the room with the best friend? Because that would be wild. Oh, I, I don't think, know. I, well, it, it it says that she had lost her virginity to one of the guys, but I don't 
think it was that I night. Because I was going to say, if that was the... Like, I think it whoa, was earlier. That was his first time? Like, I think it was earlier. A couple of yeah. hours? <laughs> but, like, it, it's interesting because she's hooked up with two of the guys there. Solid. Dude, solid hell yeah. There. Two of the five? That's pretty good. Honestly, you should go for five I'll for power five. to you. We're looking for... That might mess up the entire friend group, but... Oh well. We're looking for 100% <laughs> like, for ratings it. only, ladies. 100%. <laughs> I want you to walk into a room and say, I've literally slept with all of you. (laughs) This was, okay, there was a follow-up message that I just pulled (gasps) up. Fuck yeah. And it it was just, I was pretty drunk, but I don't know. I knew what they were doing, and it was the funniest thing my drunk self had ever done. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I've ever done anything like this when I'm drunk. I've never. I've never done anything like like that or been in the situation. I've never been put in a situation like that. (laughs) 10 out of 10. What a homegirl. The fact 10, that they 10. chose a bed in the same room as you, though, that's... Uh, the fact that you didn't just, like, go on the ground. Like, whoa. The fact I would have been like, yeah, I'm camping out in the kitchen, actually. Actually, I'm going to go sleep in the bathtub. <laughs> See you guys later. <laughs> Loki, like, <laughs> made it a good time and, like, scared them halfway through. <laughs> I thought you were going to say join. That would be 10 out of 10. <laughs> no, I would totally get a kick out of myself, like, halfway through, just, like, surprise. <laughs> Like, yeah. halfway through not even like first five minutes like they've been going just at like, it for 45 they're minutes. going at it you just go so how is it <laughs> oh fuck oh god that would be oh so my god bad. Oh, oh shit! thank you for yeah that's a good story. one thanks that was really good <laughs> okay okay when your friend invites her boyfriend to everything and you're single we all take a deep breath i just feel like there should be a little more information yeah. because I don't really know. Like if you're all going to parties and they or invite your boy, like, like that's a or little if different. Like the three of you were friends before they started dating. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm going to assume a lot of things in the situation. I'm going to assume okay. that the, the boyfriend is new. The boyfriend wasn't someone that they like okay. knew going into it. And that she's bringing her boyfriend to, like, dinner dates and parties and, Mm -hmm. like, girls' night out and things like that. Girls' night out? Ew. Ew, The boyfriend should stay home. So, honestly. Yeah, why would he want to go to that? I would honestly, like, pull her, like, text her or something and be like, look, like, I really like him. I do enjoy hanging out with him. But maybe say something like, well, I can't tell you about my dating life if he's sitting right there. Like, I can't yeah, tell you about like this fun. dude I hook up to, hooked up with if he's sitting right there. I don't feel comfortable. So maybe yeah. just be like, look, I want to hang out with – make it make it about, like, not about, like, him, but make it about, like, I want more time the with girls. you. Like, yeah. I want more time yeah. hanging out with you because I can't tell you about how Jimmy down the street, like, fucked me over if he's sitting yeah. right there. Because I'm going to feel like a fucking dick that I don't have a boyfriend and you do, you know? Yeah. Just make, or it, just make like- it about that. I miss our girl talk. Like, we need to hang out just us. Like, say something like that. And be specific. Be like, I want to hang out with you and not him. And, like, it doesn't mean that you don't like him. Just be like, but look. But still be like, no, I like him. Yeah. Like, I like him. I want to hang out with him. But, like, I want to hang out with you so that, like, you and I can be one-on-one and, like, you can dish me some secrets about your relationship, yes. too, honestly. <laughs> like, tell me tell me some shit that's going tell down. Tell me more. Okay. Um, this random girl sat by me in Spanish and ended up being the best pal ever. Do you know who this is about, Karin? <laughs> Hi, Steph. Hi, Steph. Steph, how are you? She- Wait, I want to share what she texted me the other day. What did she text you? I love her. Yeah, she just goes, hi, I love your boyfriend based on only the episode. (laughs) And I was like, he loves you based on 
literally, literally nothing I tell him but like i talk about her all the time <laughs> i love steph biggest regret of my life was moving from nebraska and leaving her not even Honestly. you karen i'm not gonna yeah, lie no, it was her no i appreciate that she rocks i miss her more steph if you're listening to this please come to ku and hang out with us because we will get lit as fuck or grace come back for a weekend and like me and her can just have fun <laughs> Either way, let's do both. I feel like the economics worked out for them. There's two of them there. Yeah. Will you come and with me? And one of you here. Will you come with me? Well, yeah. Okay. Okay. Serena's coming. <laughs> okay. Yay. Steph. Um, Yay. I'll be there on Friday. Okay. <laughs> okay. I want to read this one. When you get into your late 20s and 30s and life starts to take a hold, it's a lot harder to make friends. It can also become harder to keep friends. I feel like this is a joke among other people my age. The old LOL, I don't have any friends notion, which to me, that feels like a deflection of a real depressive state. I'm here to say, yeah, it's hard, but not impossible to make friends when they don't fall into your lap. I just don't think we're taught how to do it intentionally. Friends up until a certain point were readily available, whether it be sibling, classmates, or coworkers. In the last couple of years, I've reignited some old friendships and willed some new ones into existence. It's a slow, arduous process, but I promise you can get there. Not trying to boast at all, only to be a proof of concept. Ask people to spend time with you, be confident in your own self, keep it at, it takes a long time, and friendships will begin to grow, because it's likely that that other person is just as lonely. Wait, was this Trevor? Yeah. Oh my god. Wait, this is Trevor. <laughs> I dude, he didn't send shit through me. What the fuck? He did it actually through the that psychoanalysis was like page really though. Really beautiful though. No. I'm not going to lie. That was good. <laughs> Trevor, Serena loves your writing. <laughs> yeah, that was beautiful. I 100% agree though. And honestly, as I was reading this, I was about to like say that like I know that he's had this experience, but like it's so true. Like I think I've had a little bit of this too, like being a transfer student instead. It's like, it's really hard to make friends. Like I, mm -hmm. I made friends through my classes and stuff, but like it required more effort than I think it does when you're just like, yeah, constantly just in, like sports and go to like, like living in the dorms like and stuff. stuff like that. Yeah. So like, I think that like, I don't really have a big taste of this, but I have like a certain amount of this and it, like I think the thing that we don't even realize about friendship now is that it takes a lot of intentionality like as soon as you leave college as soon as you're not like immediately with people it takes a lot of effort to put forth like try and make new friends and also like keep up with the friends that you did have because it's like we're not mm -hmm. going to be like sitting around doing fucking nothing all the time anymore like we'll have shit to do all the time and if you're in a job and you're not like friends with your coworkers, it can be really hard to like figure out where you want new friends to come from. So like, while it's a, like a night, like a nice thing that I get to live with Serena right now, like in a year, I'm not going to be in college anymore and I'm probably not going to live with a bunch of my friends and it's not going to be nearly as yeah. easy. And yeah. I feel like I've thought about that a lot because I feel like I've always, you know, had friends that I could count on and hang out with, but once I graduate college, I'll move somewhere totally new and it's yeah. going to be like scary for me to try to make new friendships and not the same ways that I had before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it it is scary. But once you do put forth that effort, I think those relationships are kind of a little bit more meaningful than, you know, like yes. high school relationships yeah. because they were just kind of like not that not like they were placed 
in front of you, but like they're just a lot easier and less effort goes into it. But it says a lot when both people are actually putting forth effort, like like a normal relationship, a romantic yeah. relationship. Yeah. Yeah. You know, both people put forward effort, and it says a lot to the friendship. And I, um, I think it's normal. Like once you yeah. graduate college, I think it's normal to have those few years of like fuck this is hard this is lonely it sucks and I don't think I think the thing is that like people expect so much of your 20s to be super fun and easy and I don't think that that's true like I think that there's gonna be time periods where like it's really lonely and hard especially if you graduate college and immediately move to a new city like that's Mm -hmm. not an easy process like sure it's fun to be in a new city and like experience new things but like the reason Karin and I want to move to San Francisco together is because I don't want to do it alone like I do not want to be in a new city by myself because it's like that's so much harder and like I have a lot of I have a lot of respect for Trevor because he's been really intentional about making the friends that he has and like honestly I think a lot of the friendships he has now are better than a lot of the friends I have like because he had you had to put so much effort forward and like put a lot of intentionality behind it, behind it and make sure that like that person understood where you were coming from and like wanting to hang out. And there's a certain amount of social anxiety being like, you like, I want to be friends with you, yeah. but like, Oh, how do I, how do I get from like, we're acquaintances to friends, you know, and like putting forth the effort to make it happen. And then once it happens, it's like a very, I think adult relation, adult friendships are honestly like deeper than the ones we have now. But even like at the bookstore, I've always been somebody that like never tries to make friends at work. I'm just like, I'm here to go to work and that's it. But then I like met people there and our like even our friendships then were intentional. Like we knew that we had only met each other through work, but we really liked mm-hmm. each other. So it like, you know, we both put forth the effort to hang out or meet each other mm-hmm. at bars or just something to where we like were able to help our friendship grow instead of just keeping yeah. it at, like a work relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really and good example. That- not that your friends can't be good right now. It's just like the friends that you have made an effort with are going to stay a lot longer than the ones that you just like that kind of got placed there. Do you know right. what I'm so saying? Like I, would, like, like I would say that Karin and I's friendship is stronger now, like that we're not in the same city anymore because we have to be more, we have to prioritize it. Like we yeah. have to try a lot harder than if we yeah. were living in the same city. And it, Maybe it's not even like a stronger friendship, but I feel more secure in it because I know that we're both making an effort rather than like we're living in the same city and it's just easy for you to text me and ask me to go get dinner. It's just convenient. Right. Yeah. So like even if you're not in your late 20s or 30s, like even when you're in your early 20s, like still making those like important and significant relationships can be hard. Like, you know what I'm trying yes. to say like yeah. even though yes it is hard after college like it can be hard like right now well, too I think we yeah. uh, honestly Serena and I talked a little bit about this the other night where it's like in college I think it's hard to like for certain people it can be hard to make friends that are like real friendships and not real just, like, ones yeah people that yeah. you yeah. like to like party with or hang out with mm-hmm. when it's like convenient like it can be hard to have people who like you could tell like hey I'm going through some real shit right now and I yeah. need your help like I think in college, you can make a lot of friends very easily, but they're not necessarily, like, deep friends and meaningful. Friends that stick around. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I was trying to say. But yeah. You just said it better. Like, well, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Me, the whole podcast, I'm like, you know, uh, 
yeah and then grace like says something super profound and like expands on what i was saying and i was like yes bingo that's what i meant basically basically what she said but with my voice yeah god i'm glad i'm here to put a voice to what you're trying to say (laughs) thank you (laughs) um the last one is kind of close to the one of the first ones we said um no one treats me with the same energy or love that I give them, and I don't know why. All my friends use me, or it's more of a one-sided relationship. People leave me out so much, and I never, I've never, i never been or felt like I'm part of a group, no matter how much effort I put in. First of all, like, I'm sorry. That sucks. Yeah. I, okay, I feel like I kind of had this experience in high school but I went to a school with like I there's like 30 kids in my class so it's not like I could just like find new friends really my friends were still in sports and stuff but um they definitely would leave me out and I think it was more because their families had relationships with each other and Mm. I was like excluded and from a lot of things but at the same time they still wanted to be friends with me, still talked to me like we were friends, but I was definitely excluded a lot. And I mean, eventually I did find new friends. Like in high school, you mm-hmm. know, I was friends with older people and younger people. And, you know, a lot of people said that I shouldn't do that because older people are going to leave me and I'm going to be stuck with the people in my class. But at the same time, I was like, well, feeling like this isn't going to make it any better either. I'm not just going to keep putting up with it. So, yeah, I mean... I just feel like eventually having new friends and finding people that do put effort into you feels way better than, you know, trying to fit in and want their attention and effort when you're not going to get it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that I've, I can understand feeling like the second part, like feeling like you're not part of the group. Like, yeah, definitely feeling like the group is more solid than like you like and you sort of just like hover around it or like you're not really a part of it. Um, And I think that that's definitely been there. Yeah, it's a situation where it's hard and it feels like it feels like sort of an unwanted situation. And like what this entire situation just sucks. And like, I think it goes back to like sort of what we were saying about like the 20s and 30s and like trying to make like real friendships like I think that feeling like your friends are not putting forth the same amount of energy or love is a horrible feeling and you shouldn't ignore it because I no, think yeah. that there's there's some truth to that and I don't think that I don't think that you're being like overly sensitive or like looking too much into it because it's like even if even if say you were being sensitive like they're still not meeting what you want out of the relationship like it's not even like you're just being too sensitive. You need to stop. It's like, yeah, you're being sensitive, but like maybe you just are sensitive and maybe this just is something that you want. And like, that's not a bad mm-hmm. thing. You shouldn't be like looked down upon just because you want someone to- More meaning like, out of a Right, more meaning and more yeah. energy and more love. And I also feel like, I don't know if this really applies to the situation or how she feels, but I feel like when this was happening to me, I definitely questioned like, you know, is it me they don't like? Do I have to do something different for them to include me? And I feel like if you keep putting effort into it, you're eventually going to feel that way. And you don't want to feel like you can't be yourself around these people and they won't, you know, accept you for it. Mm -hmm. So at some point, like you have to realize you need to keep a part of yourself. And I mean, Mm -hmm. this sounds really cheesy, but like essentially like 
love yourself and know that you deserve to be treated better than by your friends. I think that's one of the hardest things. Like, I definitely felt this at one point in my life, but it was hard for me to realize, like, that I did deserve better friends because I was like, oh, they're friends. Like, I'm fine. Like, I, this is, like, this is what friends are. Like, I have friends. I didn't know any better. Yeah. But there's something so important and significant about, like, having really Mm -hmm. deep and strong friend relationships. And it's like, it's not a bad thing if you don't, like, it's not a bad thing that you want that. And it's not a bad thing that you feel like you don't have that yet. But, like, don't feel like what you have right now is the epitome of friendship and like this is what it's going to be forever because I don't think that's true I think there's going to be times in in your life where you feel like you have amazing friends and there's gonna be other times where like you feel like you still have those good friends but like they live far away and it's really lonely and hard like I think there's gonna be ups and downs of everything and it's like understanding that like even though you're in a situation right now where it doesn't feel like you have friends that really match your effort level that doesn't mean you don't deserve friends that do like exactly what you have right now isn't necessarily what you deserve and no. you can also text me because i'll hang out with you i think you're really cool and i want to <laughs> hang out with you so wait i want to hang out with you too hi well you live in nebraska Karen. Oh. well when i visit yeah hi um because <laughs> i'd love to hang so hit me up I feel like she would love to hang i feel like we we have similar energy Wait, levels so. so yeah well, me too, but I just love everybody, so <laughs> it's not really hard. Yeah. But um, if you need someone who texts back, it's not Serena. Sorry. Yeah, I won't do that. <laughs> so I think that the moral of the story, the end of the story, is that friendship, honestly, in a lot of ways, is underrated. Like finding friends who like you really feel like you can be yourself around, and finding friends who you can text if like shit really hits the fan with, like. Those are people who are really important in your life. And I think when you find the right ones, you'll be friends for like hopefully forever, if not like for a very long time. And I think that people people should strive and like really work on the friendships that they do have to make them amazing. Yeah. Rather than just like, oh, well, we're friends and I'm going to focus on like my relationship with my like boyfriend or something like. Yeah. Put the effort into your friendship because like odds are is like that's going to last longer. So like. Yeah. Try and like really facilitate these relationships because they are just as important, if not more important than like the relationship you have with your significant other. Yeah. And especially, I mean, coming from us who have all experienced like a friend breakup. Yes, they suck. But they're, like, normal. Like, they're not as, uh, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Like, they're not as unique as you maybe think they are, even though they suck. And, like, yeah, it can ruin even other friendships or relationships you have. Like, things get better and, like, they happen to everybody. And I, I want everybody to know that because when I was going through mine, like, I thought it was just, like, a horrible thing that was happening to me and I thought like my life was ending and like blah 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 but like things get better and you will find even better friends that actually respect you and love you true any last words of wisdom Serena (laughs) um yeah I just think like through my experience in high school I feel like I didn't really have any valuable friendships and I didn't realize how important it was until I got to college and it just kind of happened by accident. But once I got to college, I made like really good friendships. And I even, you know, my friend Cameron, 
like we went to high school together but weren't friends and we became good friends in college and I was like wow oh, I, I love wish, that yeah I wish I would have made more effort into my friends because I didn't know how much you know having good friendships will make your life so much better yeah well awesome invest in your friendships friends it's way <laughs> yes better that's the moral of the story it's so fulfilling and honestly like you can find just as much if not more fulfillment through friendships than you can in a significant other like yeah if you i think I people i've heard a lot about people who like just have like their boyfriend and they only hang out with their boyfriend and they like feel really lonely and it's like work on your yeah. friendships too Get like friends. love yeah. love your friends and like don't forget about them don't ever don't ever only hang out with your boyfriend because guess what He's a boy. He don't get all them girly stuff. <laughs> uh, but, you know, even if you are a boy dating a boy, you want other boys to talk about yeah, your boy exactly. We want to. We want everyone to, you know, you just have to have sounding boards. You just have to have, to have people who you're like, is this dumb, <laughs> some dumb shit that he did or no? Or no. Answer me this. That's so Am true. I allowed to be mad or no? And they will, they will <laughs> say yes most of the time, honestly. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> on a ramble and i couldn't keep up honestly <laughs> sometimes that happens and i'm like karen's like nodding in the corner i just nod honestly <laughs> i i'm not gonna cut this out because it's important but i all of you should know i'm talking out of my ass right now <laughs> but we love it thank you that's basically what this entire podcast is no yeah yeah yeah, yeah. me speaking into the echo chamber and me going mm-hmm. and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. are you done yet are yeah. you are you finished <laughs> Anywho, anywho, thanks for joining, Serena, and thank you to all of our loyal listeners. Talk very much. I'm sorry. No, she did. Are you sure? You did great. I feel like I talked in like I talked at a long time, just not yeah super often. You didn't interject a ton. Yeah, but, but you did I had say a lot to stuff. say when I said something. You did. You, did you had really good say. things to say. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. Like you did have a lot of really <laughs> good things to say. Suck. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm a bitch. <laughs> Anyways, we will catch you back here next week, folks. Bye, friends. Bye. (laughs) Hi, psychos. (laughs) It's still like bleeped out. (laughs) Hey, psychos. It's Karen. Whispers. Hey, psychos. Hey, psychos. It's Karen. Well, okay. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi, I'm Grace. I'm Welcome crazy. to Wait, another that's somber. Okay. <laughs>